atu anō, aku mihi whakawhetai, aku whakamānua, ke o koutou, ko tahuri mai ki te pai o pari people ko mihi ngārangi a hau e kawiana i te Māori o tō tātou wānanga i te rānei. Welcome to Pari People, brought to you by the Public Interest Journalism Fund. It's Tuesday the 18th of October and we are broadcasting to you from the heart of the super city. Now, Shane Depoe is currently drinking martinis in Spain, uh, and there was a little tweet there that we were going to have Shane Jones and uh, Horne Harawera, but Shane has decided to follow a political career, and Horne Harawera is going to be at the porphyry of his wife, uh, Hilda Harawera, mm. who's made a councillor. So in, instead... Uh, we have Tamaki's most influential political movers and shakers. He's the deputy chair of the independent Māori statutory board and party people's BFF, the Honourable Tauhenari. Kia ora. Kia ora. Hoki mai yeah, no mai hoki mai. We've missed you. How's the golf going? Um, not as good as it should, but hey. Have you had a, I've did a little bit of research, an albatross yet or a double eagle? Nah, nothing, <laughs> no, nothing closely, <laughs> closely resembling that. I know. And we're also joined today by, um, she's putting the power into the power to the people, the newly elected representative of the Faux Ward, Corinne Leone. Tēnā koe, te tuakana. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tēnā koe. Um, so yeah, no, my background, I went to high school over on Waiheke Island. Um, I then went on to do my first degree in social work, started off in social work, then went over to the UK, did 10 years over there, ran my own business there, um, did two masters, so did my first masters in youth development, second one in international politics and economics, it's a long story now, um, but now a very proud mother of twins and I'm currently the faux ward councillor based in Avondale, so kia ora. Oh. And she flipped a seat. She yeah, like way, that's cool. How many degrees um, is enough? Oh, it was about 360 votes, so it wasn't a massive margin, but I was really happy with it. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Was it, a, was it a long wait? It was a very long wait, a whole week of waiting. Uh, so, yeah, myself and Julie Ferry uh, were waiting for that phone call on the Saturday to say that we had, were either in or out. So once we finally got it, we were like, yes. Oh. Belated celebrations. Um, so you had a meeting with the new mayor, Wayne Brown, today. How did it go? It went really good. Yeah, it was interesting. We actually did quite a lot of um, whakawhanaungatanga because of his links, obviously, um, my links to the north as well on my mother's side, being Ngāti Kuri and Ngāi uh, So, yeah, we actually had quite a few people in common that we knew of. So I think we spent a majority of time actually um, talking about those links and then going into some of the priorities for the Ward and some of my regional um, priorities. So, yeah, no, went very well. Party people just seems to attract, you know, people from the north, isn't there? Movers right? and shakers. Movers and shakers. <laughs> In the of, north or from the north. Te and West Auckland, of course, but yes. But Ngāti Power too, you know, two of you. So that's oh, true. yeah. That's true. You know. and, and one, you know, who actually grew up on the island. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. many of us didn't have that opportunity. So let's have a look at the local body results because we have seven new Māori mayors across the motu. Uh, the far north, Wellington and Rotorua have their first Māori mayors in Mokotepania, uh, Tori Fano, of course, and Tanya Tapsall. But mm. at 31 years of age, Mokotepania from Te Rarawa and Ngāti Kahu Kifanga is also the uh, the far north's youngest mayor. How will he go, Toe? I think he's going to go mm. very, very well. Um, there's a lot of a uh, lot of Maori councillors on uh, this council, 
and so the Whānau District Council is going to be one to watch how they uh, move, how they manoeuvre, how they get resources to their people. I mean, look, it's a, it's an isolated uh, part of New Zealand, and it's about time that the North got some of the goodies. So I'm mm. I'm 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 so stoked for the for the whole of the North. You would have worked mm. with Moko perhaps in the local government you, uh, on um, Te, Maru, Te Maruata, which yeah. is the Māori local government um, group. That's right. Yeah, what are his strengths? Oh, look, I think um, Moko is just an amazing, impressive young man. He's um, I've known him for about three years now because when I was first elected, I was part of the young elected members when I was under 40, of course. Um, and I actually did send him a message and encouraged him um, throughout that three-year term to stand as mayor. So I can definitely say from the onset I could see that he's got the skills and um, definitely he's going to be an amazing mayor for the North. Yeah. What will his challenges be, Tay? Uh, from my perspective, I think one thing that... Um, there's two things. Roading, the number of uh, poor uh, roads in the north and also water infrastructure. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the continual flooding of places like Kaio, uh, like Morewa, um, where all the working class Māoris live and they get it every day, every year. Um, so much so that uh, Ōtiria Marae usually gets surrounded um, you know, uh, by, by water from everywhere. Um, it, it's, it's, it's an indication that nobody's looking after the interests of the north. Yeah, drinking mm. water also is an issue. Oh yeah, like absolutely. Mm. We we think we 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 in the city are um, protected uh, from what a lot of our rural mm. people face. Mm. You know, we've got plenty of water. We turn the tap on, and out comes pristine, beautiful water. Mm. Up there, you got to wait till it rains to fill or the tank. Or buy it in. I think up or in, buy it in. Um, yeah, up in the far north, at the very tip, they're buying. They've been buying in their water for a but year. Here's the thing: you have to buy water over in Waikiki as well. Mm. You know, mm. you do. Yeah. yeah. So let's. Uh, I think 20% of those representing the North are now are Māori, and there's some really big names. I mentioned Hilda Harawera uh, before, um, Shane Jones' son, Penny Tauwe, um have you got any Fanonga up there that are? Yeah, Penetoe and um, and Peter Lucas, um, both Fanonga through Naitakoto, so really proud to see that representation. But yeah, I know that um, Peter Lucas has been managing the radio station up there and is already well connected into the community, so he's going to be great. Yeah, your thoughts on some of those? Oh, look, um, you, you couldn't ask for a better team. Mm. You couldn't ask for a better new team, um, that they've been around the traps. I mean... Uh, Hilda has been around the traps since I was I was very young, um, mm-hmm. and so that means that she's been around a long time, um, and uh, it it all go it all goes well for the north, but it's a big it's a big job, and, and so uh, nobody should be in in um, under any illusion that it's going to be um, it's going to be a tough job. But they're all well connected, eh? The, 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 the lot of them and people like Hilda Harawera, she's a no muck around wahine, that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, all it is, put the shoulder to the wheel and let's get on with it. And mm. and I'm sure they will be. Any other interesting results around the country that you want to mention? Um, I think it's just good to know that with all, all the Māori wards, um, one of the issues that came up, though, initially was that we were struggling to get um, people to stand for the Māori wards. I think now that um, we've come through the elections, it's a huge learning for us that we need to start to encourage people a lot earlier on um, to put themselves forward. But 
we'll get there. What what will what will be interesting in this Tamaki uh, uh, term is what the council does. Do they go down the the, the path of Māori awards based on the parliamentary uh, way, or will they will they uh, go down the the mm. way that the royal commission said? Um, IMSB uh, a big supporters of, of what the commission uh, Royal Commission said on uh, the electoral um, for um, for those who don't know Tamaki Makoto and this and how it's how it's made up what is the Māori representation at present at present on council yeah. just yourself but outside I mean, of because that's faux the faux ward yeah so um, outside of that is the IMSB the, the IMSB is there to um, as an independent body to oversee the delivery of services to Māori. Um, if they get it wrong, well, we'll jump up and down. If they get it right, we'll still jump up and down um, to make sure that, that 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 resources are getting to our people. Mm. Um, that's our that's our job. Mm. It's legislated for. Um, sometimes people who are elected mm. don't read the legislation, and they should. Why are there no Māori wards in Tāmaki? Well, blame that on the council. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, so I know that there has been a vote previously on, on Māori wards coming through, and I think one of the issues that has come up is that, well, feedback that I've got from some mana whenua, obviously, is that um, they welcome Māori representation, but if they do open that up to Māori wards, there's a likelihood of, uh, well, the fact that 84% of Māori and Tamaki Makoto are not mana whenua mm. um, could actually take those seats and be in, you know, in the councillor roles. So... Yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely something that we need to work through and try and balance the role of mana whenua as well as our matawaka, which obviously has been achieved through IMSB. Um, but I also wanted to highlight the fact that even with the big political parties like Labour, I mean, I had to spend a lot of time really trying to encourage Māori to stand. And um, I think that's another area that we need to focus on for the next election is we should have at least one or two Māori stand for every single local board um, in Tamaki Makoto, given that this is the biggest population in the world of Māori yeah. living here in Auckland. Uh, Let's talk about our new mayor, Wayne Brown. Um, he hasn't wasted any time calling for change. Uh, he's asked for resignations. He's contacted the telcos. He's directed the water care bosses uh, and just this afternoon, he's um, he's asked the ports of Auckland to shift the vehicle in ports away from uh, the city and the container traffic he wants to move to rail. He's not talking to the media, though. He, I think the last time he talked to the media was last Monday. Um, should, it, should a mayor be accountable to the media? No. No? Doesn't have to be. You're just, you're, you're the media, I was going to say you, yes. but the media are just the media. They don't deserve anything um, more than what they've got at the moment. Look, but, sure, but surely the media has a role to play in democracy, yeah, and cool. so does he. Report, go and go and do your job and report. If people don't want to front the media, that's their right. That's their that's their democratic right. I mean, it will come back on them for sure, because you know the one way to get your message out is actually talk to the media. Do you think elected mm. officials need to front to the media? Yeah, I do think that that needs to happen, but I think, you know, we've only really just got the results, to be fair, on Saturday. And so I think we're all still forming relationships ourselves as 20 councillors. We're trying to obviously um, form a relationship with the mayor and understand what he wants to get achieved. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of that happening. How quick you've learned. <laughs> 
you know, well, he might not. He, boat, he, he might not be talking to the media, but he certainly is sending lots of letters. Yeah. What yeah, do you make look, of his approach? Oh, you know, but he, but I, th- I think it's refreshing in a way um, that he's telling all these people that you you have got five minutes left. You know, mm. um, but I also think it's destabilizing as well. Is that you know? I mean, I heard him have a crack at Ports of Auckland about the the health and safety record down there. Well. Sorry, Wayne, that was the last board. That was the last last chief executive officer. That was the last chairman. I, I was instrumental in getting rid of the chief executive officer. Mm. Um, and now I think we've actually got a good board and a good chief exec down there who know what they are doing. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, uh, to support him to get rid of all the cars and containerize everything in and out of the port that's a wonderful idea and i'm even i'm even um a supporter of moving a port to northland because mm. of the benefits that will have not only for Tamaki but for Auckland, mm. for northland as well mm. Mm. uh this this morning on RNZ, Lind, linda cooper um who's a former a councillor, she, she was rubbishing Wayne Brown's demand, saying that you just can't rip up the groundwork uh, mm-hmm. done by the government reforms. And she also says that, it, um, you know, she she said she didn't support Three Waters, but she said she felt like he was playing clickbait and playing to an angry cl- cl- crowd. And she did say that actually, you know, there's a process. There's a process you have to meet as a council and then you have to vote to and change the intent and then you have to reach out. What are your thoughts around the process of it all? Yeah, so all of, all of us um, know that very clearly. I mean, when we saw a lot of the media releases going out, um, you know, and we, and we did get the results about um, us winning our seats, we, we knew actually all of those decisions do need to come through the councillors and that needs to be a majority vote. So although um, he is sending all these letters out and all these demands are being made, it still needs the final decision will sit with the councillors. There's something interesting from our meeting with him uh, that he said to me about Three Waters, and I love Three Waters for a, a number of reasons. But he did say that the problem that Three Waters has is that everybody seems to be uh, honing in on the co-governance, mm. which is which is only a small part of of the. Which is also true, though. The, uh, the yeah, attention yeah, but, is on, but, but, on the co-governance. But, but everybody seems to um, think that it's all about uh, co-governance, and it's not. It's a, it's actually about the drinkability and uh, of of your water. It's about infrastructure. It's about mm. being able to actually um, uh, go and borrow a whole heap of money and 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 deal with some of the problems that are that that our areas are facing. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, also what Linda Cooper said this morning is that actually when it comes to when you when a government minister uh, rolls out a policy. Uh, you know, it's not for you to not do it, and, and in fact, that, that she said that Labor, that the government probably has the numbers to do it. Mm. So, I mean, for you, is it about working through it with government? Yeah, we we definitely need to work through it, and we know that um, it's been on the table and. All the processes are being followed about consultation. Um, I know that Auckland Council didn't agree to it originally and I did get some feedback around the reasons why and they felt that a majority of councillors felt that we did have the infrastructure and we did have the budget set up to continue um, to to build the infrastructure for good water. But, um, yeah, I mean, obviously we have to work with central government and, yeah, continue but, that. Well, Nanaya Mahu to push on with it, do you think? Oh, I hope she does. Um, you know, it's, it's, but they, but then again, I mean, if they lose the le- the election, the Nats have said they're going to turn it over. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 all up. 
in the air. It's one of those things that has just basically, I think, it's turned into a, a political football. So it will be on the agenda for the for the general election, no doubt. What do you make of um, the criticism in her other portfolio this week uh, as foreign minister? She has now sanctioned around a thousand Russian um, oligarchs and. Uh, including um, Alexander um, Ambrov, I hope I'm saying that right, who owns property up north, which ex- uh, which encouraged another one to, um, you know, to launch into a racist and homophobic attack on her. And, you know, mm. even calling the moko on her um, chin, made, saying it made her look like a criminal. She, she cops a lot of abuse. Do you she think Māori women um, in public life... You know, it seems to be that they cop more than anyone else. Are you concerned about that going into public life? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm I'm the first Māori woman as a councillor, um, elected councillor, and I'm I'm aware of all the kind of issues and su- surrounding that. But with Nanaya herself, um, yeah, I I just want to fully commend um, what she has worked through to date because she has done an amazing job at kind of pushing back at that stuff. But I know I'm sure it does affect you emotionally. Mm. You know, she's got a family, she's got tamariki that she has to go home to at the end of the day. But um, she's a pretty formidable woman. But it's unacceptable and we have to make sure that we are you know sending the right messages to these people that are, are giving these racist comments it's mm. not good at all Jason Ake uh, Waikato Tainui's uh, communications and strategist um, he released a press release saying that it was petty vitriol um, how would you respond to that if you were the minister uh, uh, seriously I would swear <laughs> and I'd tell him where to get off um, and, 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 and quite frankly, I mean, what are we doing trading with the Russians? You know, we, we still trade with the Russians. We've still got a Russian e- uh, embassy there. I closed the damn thing down and sent a bugger on a slow, a slow boat back to wherever he comes from. You know, honestly, I mean, this is, a, this is actually a big deal, the, the war in Ukraine. Mm. Um, and I've, I've heard people who support the Ukrainians. I've even heard people who support the, the Russians because of the, the whole whakapapa of that area. So it's one of the mm. things that we should be wary of. But, mate, you can't keep sending bombs killing innocent mm. men, women and children. You just can't. Mm. I want to get into some politics, um, but first there's a couple of breaking news, if you like, today. Two parties are on the horizon with the resignation of Hamilton West MP Dr Gaurav Sharma. Uh, Sharma today. Um, So he was removed from the Labour caucus in August, uh, but in a social media post today he said he's resigning um, and he's going to launch a new party and it's triggered a by-election. Will he get much support? Uh, I heard the uh, the party is called the Me Party because it's all about me. (laughs) It is not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just think, look, I've been there, done that, Um, and and, um, it's hard not to do that. Mm. You know, when you're feeling uh, under pressure and blah, 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 and you, you think you're not uh, getting um, uh, the, the run of, of where you think you should be. Mm. But at the end of the day, you're just an MP. Mm. You're just part of the team. And if the, the, if the captain says you're playing on Saturday, 
Sweet. If you're not playing on Saturday, well, maybe you should go to practice and maybe next week you might be in the team. <laughs> hey, um, of all the three of us, you actually have, have met um, Dr. Yeah. Gaurav, and, and because you stood in the Waikato seat, which is uh, borders the Hamilton West seat, what did you make of him through the campaign? Oh, look, um, Gaurav and I got on really well. He was actually great to campaign alongside, and um, we'd share a lot of insights around our campaign issues. But, um, yeah, I did not see any of this coming at the time, and I'm just watching and, and looking at everything that's happening. So, but yeah, no. When we campaigned together, there was no issues highlighted at so all. So you'll be you'll be putting your name in um, well, yeah, to run yeah. again. Uh, no, I won't. No, I won't. <laughs> you won't be. You won't consider the by-election. No, I won't be considering the by-election. I'm just focused um, at the moment as a faux ward councillor. Um, yeah, it's taken me a week to get through here. So <laughs> it's only taken a week to to, to learn cool. some strategic corridor. <laughs> that, but that's cool. That, that, and and that should actually, you know, that statement from Kieran should should say to the people of faux that you are first. Kapai. Mm. Yeah. There was also uh, a few days ago Matt King, former National MP. He registered the Democracy New Zealand Party. He's going to go for a centrist vote. What do you think about that? But they, everybody's after the centre. Mm. You know, yeah. Uncle Winston's after the centre. The, your your Fanonga from the north, David Seymour, he's after the centre. Um, National's after the centre. Even Labour are after the centre. I mean, for goodness Technically, sake. Um, Ngāti Rehi is closer to your iwi than Ngāti Pāua, but... Actually, um, uh, my whakapapa comes from down country. We all say that when we need to. Now, <laughs> now someone else in the centre and came out booming this week, uh, this weekend is, um, is New Zealand First. Let's talk about some of the things that have been said. Winston Peters said co-governance, separatism and the seeds of apartheid are being scattered throughout all of our laws and institutions and he wants them all repealed. Have you heard, all, have you heard this before? I've heard the rhetoric before from him. Um, what worries me is this, the, this, the only seeds that are being sown are anti-Māori. And any, any move uh, to recognise Māori in the chain of command is going to be uh, referred to as apartheid. The use of the word is abhorrent to me because in no way is that the same apartheid mm. as it was in South Africa. And why, that's why I tweeted the other day, was mm. that waiho tera kupu uh, for those people, for that, for that instant in time. Mm. It's not us. And so there's no one um, uh, uh, who is trying to make an apartheid system. Mm. Can't mm. and we wouldn't. We wouldn't. We wouldn't run with it. Mm. It's just silly. Mm. You, you've been around politics now for a little while, so yeah. you know that. Um, you know how co-governance has come along. How post iwi settlements have really empowered Maori to. To, to not just get into partnerships, but actually to be leading. Um, mm. Annabelle, Annabelle was our producer, was just talking about her iwi down there. They're in a position now post-settlement where they're actually able, their own health organisation is mm. able to cater for the Pākehā in their district. Mm -hmm. So, you know, treaty settlements are good for everybody. Mm. So if not co-governance, if not, not partnership and all these things, what is the solution? What is? Are you hearing what New Zealand First is offering? Oh, look, I, I actually really support co-governance. I mean, if you even 
even look at the Hauraki Golf Forum and how far that's come. That's, you know, it's moved mountains and it was great to see one of our Ngāti Power whanaunga, Hiri Aroha Skipper, talking today um, about the Hauraki Golf and you're just never going to get that kind of whakaro, um at an equal state when we're trying to move through things, you know. that. There's no way that um, non-Māori could do a rahui around Waiheke Island. Mm. So we have to have them at the table, um, and we've got to continue doing that going forward. But it should be, you know, if we do aim for partnership, it should be about Māori actually leading in all those areas as well and being given the funding to lead. And, and, and one of the questions I, I would ask uh, Matua Shane and, and Uncle Winston, uh, if you're going to roll back co-governance, does that mean um, gone is the Waikato River? Uh, co-governance uh, mm. issue. Uh, there's co-governance, um, the, uh, the Maunga Authority. Mm. You know, we have it. We, it's, it's a part of the living New Zealand. Mm. It's not some sort of thing that um, is going to turn you black or, or, or white. You know, it, yeah. is it going to win votes though? Yes, it is. I mean, the, un- the unfortunate thing is, is, is that we think to ourselves. Some of us think, and I, and I shouldn't say, I shouldn't talk on behalf of everybody, but some of us believed that Winston's time had come and gone, and that was cool. You know, he, he, he should be lauded for 40 years in, in that big house. We don't need any of that. It's old. It's mm. old stuff. So the message to New Zealand is if you want to go into the future mm. and if you want to protect most of the people – Keep on with co-governance. Keep on with mm. what's being being done in, in Aotearoa, New Zealand. It's going to be a busy little centre there come the next election. You've got the top party, New Zealand First, Democracy New Zealand, Freedom. I've forgotten some of the other ones. Um, yeah, there's not enough room for all of them. No, no. Yeah, no, it's going to be a, a difficult election. And we know that um, tides change every three terms. So I think that's just a normal part of, of people wanting change in, in Aotearoa. But, you know, definitely Labour's going to be there at the table and we will be saying that we want to continue with co-governance and continue with the great work that's been done. So they're going to win? Wow, well, look. I'm definitely going to be supporting them. Yeah, but that's only you. (laughs) 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 Just before we go, the government um, says some of the COVID-19 powers are not justified anymore, so no more vaccine mandates, managed isolation or lockdowns. Do either of you still take precautions? Oh, look, I'm 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 totally in favour of of having an inquiry into where where we were, where we are now, and everything in between. Mm. Um, Because because I think um, I think. COVID's going to come back um, and in a way that more of us are going to die. Um, and, and the sad thing is is that we know, we, we know people who will mm. get it and who will pass away. Mm. But it seems that we're, that we're being told that, ah, that's just the normal, uh, that's the normal track of things. I, I tell you, mate, it's not going away. Do mm. you still take precautions? Um, I definitely haven't as much, but I think depending on what spaces I'm going into. Mm. Yeah, so I think everything's case by case, but we still have to be careful. I, I wear a yeah. mask up at New World. Because mm. yes. I, I, I shop over in Hobsonville. Because <laughs> our countdown in Tattoo is a bit rank, you know. Oh. Shame, you know, why can't we have a New World? Instead of pack and save. Why do you want to go for pack and save for? <laughs> How, what's oh wrong gosh. with New World? There's they a New fresh. World and New Lynn. Have you seen Go to the, the tide... New World and New Lynn. Uh, it's a bit too far. We, oh. we need a third player, Te Ao Māori, the world, the third, the Māori world supermarket. Well, oh, they yeah, they yeah, have yeah. one up in Kaitaia. 
But that's where the Social that's why the iwi leaders are actually overseas right at this moment, mm. talking about um, foodstuffs and mm. and, yes, and yes. Uh, grocery stores. Yes, yeah. so Aldi Wouldn't might come. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. And I know that Ngāti Kuri and those mm-hmm. far iwi yes. ones. Yeah. Yeah, so they've started up in the far north, but it would be great to see it down here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we go, any words of advice for Corinne? Oh, go hard, and and don't and and don't fall into the trap of of thinking you have to say sorry. Mm. Just get in there and bash them around. Kapai. Well, that's it from Party People. Tina Koro, thank you so much for for. Been on our show again. We love having you and for you for a start one. Amen. So, um, thank you to Tipuna Fakatongere and Mona Itotoki Tene Kopa. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube, RNZ, all those things. Nohoro mai.